You're listening to the private podcast for The Matrix with Amber Smith. Okay. <laughs> We're jumping in. Go. Okay. What came up over the weekend? Okay. So, um, so this is kind of embarrassing. But I, um, so I wanted to invest like with you and, um, I, so I figured like out a way to make it work and everything. And cause I just made a huge investment in my business and that kind of like took up all of my money. Yeah. And so I had to put you on a credit card. Yeah. And I'm like, it's fine because I know that like more money is coming. Like it's okay. Like I totally have that mindset. And like, I shared it with my husband and he was like, I think it's great and everything. But then after I did it, he was like, good job. You do what you do best. And I said, what was that? And he said, racking up debt. And I was like, what? And um, so then I was like, totally like, because I am not somebody who racks up debt. If I do, I always pay it off right away. And he, he then like followed it up with that. And it makes him sound like such a jerk, which is why I don't like, was very hesitant to share it with you. But I was like, what is that supposed to mean? So then I just had like all of these thoughts and I was kind of mad. I was actually really mad and I was hurt. And so anyway. Yeah. What, like, what came up? What were you mad about? I guess I was mad that he couldn't see like what I, why I was doing it. And because he said, you and I have very different views about money. He said, like, my, my thought is, why don't you just save up a bunch of money? And then like, before you start spending or investing again. And like, we just went to Hawaii and I wanted to pay for part of the vacation from my account you know and so like I I wanted to contribute that and so that's where a lot of my money went and and which I was totally happy with and but he said I just don't understand why you don't why you have to spend it right away because I do invest in myself a lot you know in like courses for you know yeah various things and so anyway like I just kind of was I guess mad that we didn't he didn't see it in my is your husband an entrepreneur? No. Yeah. So there's like some, some core beliefs that are different about money. Like mm-hmm. if thinking through that, what do you think he believes about money? That's different than how you believe about money. He likes to save it up. Mm-hmm. Why he does he have to save it up? Well, I guess because he knows that he knows exactly how much he's going to get, you know, mm-hmm. in his paycheck. And what do you believe about money? That it's always coming to me. I yeah. honestly believe that. And how much is coming to you? I don't know. That's the exciting part. Yeah. It's like that predictability. Now that you're in the matrix, which I'm so happy about, go watch quantum play. Okay. Um, when you have time, like you don't have to do it like right now. But um, one of the things that I think is really powerful is that when you're an entrepreneur, it's, yeah, it's not predictable, but it's also unlimited, right? Like that there's like, there's like that side of the coin, right? Yeah. I don't know how much I make, 
I'll make, but I could make way more than you. I don't know. And so we have to play a little bit of a different game. And so one of the things that, um, I don't know how, how much you've talked about money with him before. Um, do you have yeah. something to say? <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. um, he's always been like super, super supportive of anything that I've been enrolled in and spent my money on. And so I was really surprised when he said that. And then he's like, Ashley, it's your business. And I said from the beginning, you can do it however you want. Yeah. But like, that's already been like said and done. And I was like, yeah, you know? And so then I start questioning myself. Am I making a poor decision? Am I being careless or, you know? I think if you looked at it like this, it would be really scary to think about that. But you have a vision for your business and that's kind of what I'm curious about. Where do you want to go? Why do these investments actually make sense? Um, I really want to scale my business. Like I really want to, I want to make six figures yeah. in my business. I want to have like an online school. I've talked to you about that before. Yep. I, I have a desire to make like a period planner one day. I, I remember you saying that like a physical planner, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of things that I, I want to do. I just want to grow this thing, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to see how far I can go with it. So, yeah. so like unlimited future. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. How long have you been in business? Um, so I officially went into business in 2020. Okay. This is amazing <laughs> because like, so I, I listened to this guy named Rich Litvin who wrote the prosperous coach and he made $4,000 yeah. his first year of coaching. And now he charges 180 grand a year to work with him. And so I love, because, so this is something I'm going to draw Cause I feel like this is really impactful. So there's this like J curve of business, right. That goes like this. Are you familiar with this graph, right? With time and like success. Do it before me. Mm -hmm. So yes. So, but I'm going to like really zoom in what's crazy about exponential success, right? So like, let's say we zoom into this moment, this day, when we look behind us, we're like failure. Like I, like, it looks like awful or like investments, like I failed, right? We're looking at like, um, this, <laughs> we're looking yeah. at this, like, yeah. I have nothing to show for it, but what we can't see is in the future, like exponential success. When we invest with what you were talking about, like, you know, at least in theory right now, I think the results will come for you where you like, don't beyond theory, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that like you can create whatever you want in business, mm -hmm. but it depends on which way you're facing. Right. So all our investments are in the past. So it can feel scary to be like, I don't know if this is going to pay off. And the future is unknown. So we're in this, like this free fall of like, is this working? Is this worth it? Am I dumb for making investments? And I think for the most part, you don't think you believe in yourself. And sometimes mm -hmm. other people don't understand where you're going. Cause for all, you know, this is going to the next 12 months, you create six figures. And then all the investments are like, obviously that was the right choice. Mm -hmm. I think our work is how do you believe that now before all the evidence that this was obvious, the right, like obviously the right choice. All of my investments were leading me to what, what, like, what is it for you? Like, do you mean like, what is my end? Like, like ultimate. 
Why do these investments make sense for you? Well, I try to make like every investment that I make, I try and like think like every decision that I have to make, I think like, what would the future me want to do? Mm-hmm. Like, what would my higher self like in five years? Would I look back and be like, should not have spent that? Or I'm so glad I did. Yeah. That's how I make a decision. I love that. How has that been so far? That way of thinking. Perfect. Yeah. I don't have any, reg- like, and I think also I don't choose to regret any investments. Yes. Mm-hmm. I always make it worth my, you know, time and money. Yeah. So I don't have any regrets. I love it. So when, when you get into a disagreement with someone you love, that makes sense because you have just different beliefs and mm-hmm. it can feel kind of intimidating to have someone that you share a life with who thinks differently. Just- yeah. It was, it was just super interesting because he, he is like my biggest champion, you know? And so I was like, whoa, like here comes some of your <laughs> subconscious yeah. beliefs here. I yes. don't know, but like, I, it was good for me because then I had to kind of do the work of what you were saying is like, just believe in myself and come back to what I know to be true. And it's okay. Like Ben can think whatever he wants and like feel however he wants. And it, it's okay. Because I mean, I could make, I could sign a new client today and make $6,000 and right. you know, like it, it doesn't matter. It's right. fine. Yeah. I think one of the biggest gifts my husband gave me early is, is his doubt. Cause it made me believe like I had no choice. Right. And it's not like he was like, Amber, I just don't believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come out like that. Right. It's like, yeah well, just don't get your hopes up too high. Like, you know, a lot of businesses like fail, like you just don't want to be like, you know, make sure you make investments that are like within reason. Yes. And yes. after the first time I was like, so I spent $15,000 on coaching. <laughs> He's like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I was like, I know that it's a lot of money. I already did it. Like it's already done. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I know in my lifetime, I will like, 10x 100x that investment maybe not like in the next six months but I know the skills I learned anyway and his doubt really bothered me but I also saw myself become the woman that could like talk have that conversation and believe in myself I didn't need him to validate or be my champion and it's not that we don't want our husbands to be our champion it's like we are our champions first Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you feel that absolutely yeah and I and I have to say like I haven't always felt that yeah, I think that that's a natural progression. I think it maybe even a year ago I was depending on him to like be my biggest, yeah. you know, but I don't feel that like I know what yeah. I'm capable of and I think I've done a lot of personal growth and involvement through all of this. So, yeah. It's been really interesting like after watching your class um your very first class um when I watched that yesterday I was like, "Oh, that's so good. That's perfect timing that we're talking about abundance because it's something that I really do believe in and I feel very abundant in my life and in my business. So, yeah. And not everyone's going to show those beliefs, even people that we like really love and yeah, live with, sure. <laughs> sure, which is where it's the hardest. I mean, like my mom has a lot of, mm-hmm. my parents have a lot of money, but early, like when I was really, really young, they invested some money and lost a lot of money. And so my mom is very, she lives in a very scarcity mindset. And so I've been, I've kind of taken those on too. And so I've had to do a lot of work, but you know, when people hear how much I've invested in coaching, they're like, 
what? Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Like they, it's not their money that they spent, like that right. I spent, it's mine. And, and they're not trying to create what you're trying to create. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense to them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. I, I heard this podcast once um, from Russell Brunson and he was talking about people in, in the room that would like rush the table to buy stuff, you know, like, okay, he's selling this coaching program. And he just noticed who were the ones that were literally rushing the table to give him 25 grand. And it's interesting because he's like, those people that were rushing to give him $25,000 went on to make, you know, millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars. And some people would say, well, the reason that they could invest 25K is because they have the money. And he's like, no, 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 it's backwards. The reason that they make all the money is because they're the ones rushing the table. I and I, that. that never left me because I'm like, I want to be the one that's rushing the table because I believe in what I'm creating. And so to me, like everything that you just shared, I'm like, yeah, Ashley's going to create a six-figure business because she's voting for the identity that she wants. Mm -hmm. Even, even if people around you don't quite get it, you don't, you don't need them to get it. Mm -mm. So what are you creating now? Like what's next? So, so I just launched Cycle School, which is my online class or um, school all about hormones and menstrual health. And so I have my cycle, my new newly revamped cycle strategy 101 um, that I just launched last week that is now in there. And I'm going to continue adding courses in there. I love it. Um, I love to create classes. I love to teach classes. I love yeah. to create content. You're an amazing teacher. And so thank you. And so I'm going to put um, those in and that's like kind of my funnel. So it's a system that has worked for me in the past. And so I'm sticking with it for now, but I eventually want to um, make it a membership like you and I have talked about before. Yeah. And so like right now, when they sign up for a course, they get a 30 minute session with me. Yeah. And I love having relationships with people in the DMs. Like I love it. And people feel very comfortable coming in and asking me questions. That's awesome. I always get a lot of questions. And so I like really made a lot of great like relationships in my DMs. And I really take time to nurture those relationships. I really believe that that's important. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, yeah. So I, then we get to meet, they get to kind of, you know, they've already watched the class and kind of got my vibe. They know whether or not they like me or whatever. Then they come to their session and we get to kind of take it a little deeper. And then if I am feeling it, I will make them an offer. Like, do you want to work one-on-one? -on -one? Do you want to come into my group, which starts in January? So that's kind of my funnel system. Yeah. Right now. How many people do you like have a rough estimate? Like of the people that got on a 30 minute call with you, how many of them upgrade to a different level? Most of them. Yeah. Like that's I would awesome. say um, eight out of 10. Yeah. That's high. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, like it's, they usually are, they want to go another, like they've had a taste of it. They've dipped their toes in it and they're like, I want more. Mm -hmm. And so it could be they come, they come into my group. That's kind of the whole reason I started my group is because they were like, do you have something that's not quite as high as $6,000, but mm -hmm. I can still get results. And so I started ease and flow. Perfect. And so, um, so yeah, so I just want to keep growing my, my, um, cycle school. 
make that a membership one day and then do my group and see some one-on-one clients. How but I eventually want like really high ticket. Yeah. And Amber, I still want to do the entrepreneurship, like the cyclical yeah. business. You're, I'm so excited. I think you're going to kill it. I think that that's an amazing offer. Um, I think there's a lot of people that would benefit from that. Like it would be transformational for a lot of women in business. Yeah. Um, so you, ha- I, I, I know we've talked, like, I, I see the vision. So like, how will you know you're ready for a membership? I don't know. I kind of like just go off how I feel, like what I'm feeling. I think I, I think that once I've got a few courses available within cycle school, I'll be able to turn it into a membership. But right now it's just cycle school in there. Just cycle school. Just cycle school. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, Yeah, we do. So, um, yeah, and it is, it's awesome. It's awesome. But I guess I felt like I wasn't, so what kind of happened, Amber, was I was talking with another coach Mm -hmm. and she was like, membership is really hard. Like you always have to be like Mm -hmm. dropping content and like, it kind of freaked me out. And I tried not to let it like make the decision for me, but I did want to take it into Oh, yeah. yeah. Shirley, are you listening to this? <laughs> I just coached Shirley on memberships. So, okay. um, and I, I don't know if I'm there yet. I have a lot of thoughts about memberships from my personal experience. And mm-hmm. that's why when we talked at the meetup, like I was like, I like the six month thing, like that yeah. chunk. That's why I don't refer to the matrix as a membership anymore because I don't want, I don't, I, and I asked for like a bigger commitment because it's, the $33 a month is really hard to, to sell all the time for such a smaller payoff, especially when you're used to selling high ticket. Yeah. It's like, okay, I could sign one client for you for 6,000, or I can get someone for a 30 or $50. I'm just going to sell one-on-one. And so it's hard to spend a lot of energy to do the membership unless you have the audience and you have the vision that mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Or you do like a, what I really like is this like, higher priced membership. Yeah. I really like the matrix for that reason. Yes. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I don't want to be doing more high ticket, like in the next year, I think. Um, I I've had like a couple of people reach out to me about using recently, Mm -hmm. very recently, like somebody that does beach body, another person that's a physician. Uh And she's like, how do I do, like, how do I make this work in my business? And I'm like, I think this is all like, little nudges that can actually get that course going for entrepreneurs. So yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, I think you, I don't know if you saw this, but I launched like a little like free call with me called level 10 opportunities. Mm -mm. This is a while ago. And I think one of the most brave, but also like, it's a little selfish (laughs) to like choose a level 10 opportunity. Cause I think we, we, in our minds are like, but we're leaving everyone behind. But what's cool is, is when we pursue a level 10 opportunity, like you teaching cycle strategy to entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. it allows you to still serve the people for free. It gives you an abundance of time because you're making money with a level 10 opportunity. And so I think your level 10 opportunity is teaching cycle strategy to entrepreneurs. And I think you know that now that the transition time is up to you. You can take as little time as you want or as much time as you want until you are all in. But that is like, that is your level 10 opportunity. It's the people who are going to want to pay you the most, 
with the mm-hmm. biggest ROI, right? They can, they can make more money. They can have more time. They're tapped into their intuition. They're going to serve it higher. I mean, like all the things and it'll impact in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I think about myself in five years, I'm like, that's what I want to be doing. I want to be teaching women that are like really, really all in, like they're high level mm-hmm. coach or whatever coaches, entrepreneurs, and mm-hmm. they want to invest and they want to like that position. She was like, I, I am in such masculine energy. Like that's just my yeah. nature. I mean, she's a physician. She's very driven. Yep. Um, and she's like, and I need to be more tapped into my feminine, yep. feminine energy. And I'm like, that is my ideal client right there. Yeah. So what kind of offer would make sense for her? Is it a one-on-one? Yes, I think so. Yeah, for How sure. Long? Mm, okay. a year. We're creating an offer right now. Mm-hmm. I think a year. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. What number comes to you for price? $10,000. That to me, that's a no brainer for someone like her. I know. I know. Because they get all the seasons and 12 months of season, inner seasons with you. Yeah. I mean, that's like, to me, it all makes sense. And you can have a really compelling reason why they need a year with you. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. stopping you from doing that offer right now? Um, probably that I think my mind is like, I need to just get like some more courses in cycle school. Like I need, that's kind of my focus. Um, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's a little bit scary Mm -hmm. there. It's like the FUD, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think that like getting on Instagram or something and being like, I'm doing this for entrepreneurs and it's $10,000, like, yeah, the fear shows up, the uncertainty shows up. And so, yeah. Isn't it kind of like a little exciting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So I, there's this theory called sex and cash theory, and I, I resonate with this a lot in business. So there's like our sexy projects, which is like your cycle school where it's like Uh fun and engaging. Like for me, the matrix used now, like I grew the matrix that I make money really similar to a one-on-one, but that wasn't how it was in the beginning. It was like my vision. It was what I wanted. It was something that was fun to me, but my one-on-one supported my business, right? Like that's where I made my cash. And I think for you, if you think about it that way, if you sell one-on-one to fund the business that you want to create, it's all related. So it's like, it's not that you say, I can't work on cycle school because I'm selling one-on-one. It's like, no, like I'm building cycle school because I'm signing one-on-one. It's all related. It's building each other. How does that yes. for you? That makes total sense. Um, yeah, I guess I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Like I want to, I want to make that offer. I guess I, I don't know where to begin with it. And, and I'm like, do That's I want true. <laughs> You do. You're just afraid. I know you know what to do because you sell stuff all the time. Beautiful. I know. I am a seller. Yeah. I. That's what makes 
that's what makes a good healthy business. It's good to sell stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do I, I'm like trying to envision it. Do I make it a, a group, a small group of entrepreneurs, or do I make it a one-on-one thing? And if it is a group, what if you did like a hybrid? I think that would be good because I think that it would be fun for them to, to have community. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think when you think of like women that are doing a cyclical business, it's not like, oh, there's just, they're a dime a dozen. They're all over the place, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it maybe could feel a little far out or like. Yeah. And I'm thinking of like, I mean, imagine getting connected like this physician. Let's imagine yeah. 10 of her where they're super masculine in their business. They're super successful and they're unlearning a lot. And then they have their private calls with you. And then once a month they meet together or whatever, and they can hear other people's like, you know, sharing their thoughts and you can lead a powerful conversation or ask them like, you know, what's going up with you? Like, Hey, so-and-so like, remember how we talked about that on our session two weeks ago? Like mm-hmm. it, it adds dimension. Um, I think it, I think you'd rock it. I also think it's it's six figures. Yeah. I think I want to, I know I want to do that. I know I want to do that. Um, so like, do I just like get on Instagram and sell it? Like I do everything else. I think it depends. So how does that feel to you? It feels almost like I don't know why, but it feels like not good enough. Like, I feel like I'm selling a like luxury high-end bag, um, like at Target. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you how I would do it? Uh-huh. I would pick a group of people. Like I should be on this list. Like you should pick like me. I'm thinking of like me, Katie Borland, other coaches that you know, who are connected with other high powered women. Like, Hey, I'm starting this thing. It's for like entrepreneurs, business owners, there are women who they're really successful because they've pushed really hard. And now I'm going to introduce a new way. It's, it's very exclusive. I'm not going to work with that many people. It's $10,000. I work with them for a year. This is who I'm looking for. Do you know someone like this? If you do, can we get on a phone call and talk for a little bit about how I might help them? It's slower. It's slower yeah. than just like, hey, I have spots, but I think it'll, I don't know. How does that feel? That feels good. I like that. So like if I were to send you that email or send Katie mm-hmm. that email or whatever, would, when you say, can we get on a call and talk about how I could help that person? Do you mean like me and you get on a call and talk about mm-hmm. this person? Okay. Because one of the things that I've learned, um, it's from the Prosperous, the book, The Prosperous Coach. And it's like, mm-hmm. you want if let's say I know someone who would benefit from this, you want me to enroll them. Like you want me to be like, no, like she needs you. Let me talk to her. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for me to do the work for you. Right. Where I'm like, Hey, listen, Jill, you need to meet my, my friend, Ashley. Like, I know that you have a successful business, like a family practice. I know that you've grown it so much. And I also know you're really burned out. How is that going? You, like, can I tell you about Ashley? Like, and maybe it doesn't happen that way. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, like here, let me, like, let me, I'll send her your stuff. Like it doesn't like, don't try to control how it happens, but I think all your clients are either connected to you already, or they're connected to someone that you know. 
already. Mm -hmm. They're already in your yeah. orbit. So I do think being creative about how you reach them. I don't, I don't know if it's an Instagram post, especially if that doesn't feel good to you. Yeah. Well, especially like, I want to make it feel very exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. And I'm not like the only, I mean, I use me as an example, but there's ton, there's probably a lot of women that, you know, mm -hmm. that are in your circle that know other women, like you're mm -hmm. just a few circles away from a fully booked, whatever you're going to call this. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I, I think that a lot of, um, especially like when you get into really like high ticket, it's a lot of word of mouth referrals, personal connections and relationships. And I think it just sounds fun to like talk to people that you know about this new offer. Yeah. And well, it, like, what if I reach out to people like you or Katie or whatever, mm -hmm. and I say that and they're like, I don't have anybody. That's okay. Then what do I do? Like, where do I yeah. go from there? So then is that, is, well, one, do you believe that they really don't know anyone? Not that we have to push them, but do you really believe that these people don't exist in the world right now? Oh, no, no, no. I know they do. So where are they? Well, like, I don't think that they would necessarily be able to articulate it as well as Allison, that doctor. Mm -hmm. like, like, she's like, I need more feminine energy. Right. Like, um, not everybody is going to be like that. They don't know what they are needing, right? They just know what they don't have. Okay, so that's, that's a good distinction because in my mind, they already knew they wanted cyclical stuff. So they don't know about cycle mm -hmm. strategy at all. I, don't, I, I mean, I, yeah, ideally, I guess that's what I want. Like, I want people that know. You like, get to decide who I, you want. <laughs> okay. Then I want people that have like already know the basics, like yes. cycle strategy 101, the inner seasons that we have masculine and feminine energy and mm -hmm. we have phases that, you know, accentuate those. Mm -hmm. And so I want them to know the basics at least to get yeah. into this. Yeah. And if someone happens to find you and they don't, Hey, when you enroll, I send you cycle strategy 101 so that you can be caught up yeah. to date before our first session. Okay. But who you're speaking to is someone who already knows the basics. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to take up like all the time. It's okay. Somebody else. It was your first call. I'm just glad you got on. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm that you, like, I think using your own intuition also, just like trusting yourself that you do know these women, like, even if you don't know their name or their face, you know what kind of person they are and you know where they're struggling. Like, how would you reach them? Yeah. And you could even invite them. Like, I don't, like, I learned this from Mark Butler and I know that you know him. Like, he's like, mm -hmm. it's okay to say, hey, I'd actually really love to coach you. Yeah. And like, that's, <laughs> okay. what I, I, that's what I thought you were going to say is to like, and, and I feel okay with that. Just like extending yeah. a personal invitation and yeah. being like, I would love to have you in this group. I think yeah. that it would be so good, you know, for you or whatever. You can do it that way. I think sometimes when you do, do you know anyone? It gives them that safety to be like, oh, I do know someone, but sometimes they're going to be like, no, like that's me. Like you're looking for me. And so I think yeah. it's a really, um, you can do either. I, I think, especially if you have like a relationship with someone, uh -huh. I think it'd be like, Hey, like, I think what I have to offer would really 
really benefit you. This is what I'm doing. Let me know if you're interested. And if not, no worries. If now's not the time, that's okay. I just couldn't help but think of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that all of you guys, either if you're listening to this call right now, or if you're listening to the replay, like, I feel like that is how we preserve our businesses. Instead of doing like this mass marketing, I think we can always fall back on real connections, real relationships, real people that we already know that that is a really underweighted to grow an online business. It's not talked about a lot. Amber, would you DM them or would you email them? Like, how would you reach out? Depends on who it is. So like, if it's someone that I really know and like I had their phone number, Mm -hmm. I would text them or call them. Mm -hmm. If it's someone that like I'm connected to, but we're not really friends, I'd shoot them a DM, like maybe a voice message Mm -hmm. or a video, quick video if you're up for it, but it depends on the relationship. And if you, if you are more cold, maybe an email. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Get creating. So fun. Brooke, I'm going to call you out. I want to talk to you. (laughs) What's up? You want to talk to me? (laughs) Last time you dropped, well, last time we talked, you dropped a bomb that you had a lot of stuff going on. So I kind of want to, I want to hear the update. There's a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we have a place to live till February. That's good. That is good. (laughs) I'm not even like, I can't even go to a place to stress about that because it's, I just like, I don't know how to solve it. So I'm just hoping that some things fall into place. I don't know. Um, I started a new full-time job last Monday. How's that going? Well, so far, so good. My boss has been in meetings most days. So clearly I'm on this call instead of working. You are working crazy. So I mean, I am working. I'm working on my mind. Um, (laughs) So I'm doing that. And then I think some things with my other situation are probably changing and I'm probably phasing out of that. And so while you were talking to Ashley, I was just sitting here thinking like, ooh, I don't want to feel like a failure. And I have had your word in my mind of pivoting. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, all right, how do I, how do I keep feeling like I'm, so my day job is not like, it will pay the bills. It will help pay the bills really well. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not like this inner sense of this is my purpose here on earth. Minus taking care of my family, which is one of my purposes, but like, I'm not changing the world doing financial marketing. Like, it's just, it's not like what lights me up inside. Yeah. I happen to be decent at it and, and it pays well. So, you know, that's great. So the sex and cash thing is it probably (laughs) resonated for you. Yeah. This is the cash. Right. What's the sexy thing that you want to do? Well, I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. The connected families. I think, I think it's connected family and family. Sorry. Yeah. Just one. We only need one family. <laughs> That's enough trouble <laughs> for one life. No. <laughs> um, and so I think, right. This, this full-time job will give me a little of a little bit of money that I can play with. Right. So that yeah. I can make some things happen, but then it's like, all right, where do I start? Like, 
I've been off. I've been trying to take a break from Instagram and honestly, it feels really good. And so I'm trying to think about like, how do I want to build a business and, and, you know, just what makes sense to me Yeah, and what will be fulfilling and fun and not make me feel like I'm a slave to, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or whatever the latest thing is. And so I don't know, I guess there's just a lot of questions in my mind and no answers. (laughs) What's the end vision of connected family? Um, like as far as what it is or like the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, I, while you guys were talking, I was like, oh, it could be a really cool app, like for families, like my, I think many families have like a group chat or a group text or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my family is no exception. And it's on like, I don't know, some chat app that I don't even use for anything else. It's just the one, like, that's what my family uses. And so I was like, that could be kind of cool. Like what, what would that look like? I don't know. So I don't know exactly. That's the other problem. Okay, let's get away from like the vehicle of the app or the coaching or the whatever. Yeah. What do you want your your people to experience? Like what's the results that they get? I just I want families to feel connected. Sorry, that's really lame to use the name of the company, but just there's, there's a lot of research about how important it is for kids to be more connected to their parents and their mm-hmm. family than their peers. What age group and, are you thinking of right now? Um, I mean, my kids are pretty little, like mm-hmm. six to 11. So mm-hmm. I think it's important really like, I mean, I, I think this spans ages, but for me, probably initially it's kind of younger, like things to start when you're younger. So what would you look for as a mom to do this work? Like what, what tools or like what would help you? A lot of things, a lot of things help me. And one of the things that's really helping me is is learning more about each of my kids and thinking mm-hmm. about them as, as individuals. Um, like I have three very different children and they need very different things mm-hmm. and they are very different people. And so I think that's something that, that I have not really dug into until recently. And so I was like, that's interesting like, how do you, how do you serve your children and love them in a way that really is best for them? Like mm-hmm. it's different for each child. Like mm-hmm. it looks different. And so like resources that are helping me learn about that. Um, one of, one of my product ideas is like a, like a family journal. So I got this yes. like cheap calendar at office max or whatever. And I've been like writing most days, like just little things about what's happening with our family and what the kids dressed up for is Halloween and little cute things that my six-year-old says, like when I had a headache on Saturday, she's like, I would be heartbroken if you died. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm not going to die. Thank you. (laughs) Um, like those little things that just, so what, okay, let's just, anyway, what if we did a family journal? this is the thing that I think will be helpful for you. What you're trying to create is a framework. It's not just one thing. It's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and one of the things that I'm going to really push you to think about is I think the information business is a great way to get cash flow before you do a product. Mm-hmm. So like a digital version of the journal first, mm-hmm. an app, something like that, that requires like no capital to start. This is why coaching is so profitable is because it doesn't require capital to start, right? I didn't have to buy 10,000 journals to start my business. Right. And I think if you can get cash flow, that will make it real to you that this is a real business. I think that that will be transformational for you alone is to like, I'm making money with this business. I don't know what that looks like. It could be a webinar. It could be like how to use your notes app to create lasting family memories. (laughs) I don't know. You are the expert because this idea came to you. But I think the idea is like the way that I see this is I'm going to draw because, you know, I'm very visual. (laughs) Um, So like free, this is what's interesting. If you were to pull out your contacts in your phone, this might be interesting. You don't need Instagram. How many families, okay, if you went through your contacts and you looked at all the women that you know, how many of those women have families with kids? Most of them. And you shot them a text and you said, hey, it's been a while. I'm up to this new business thing. I'd love if you join me. It's absolutely free. I'm trying to help families be more connected. Mm -hmm. And then you did like a free thing, like a, I don't know, a webinar or something, or even it it could be a PDF. It it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Mm -hmm. And then you build a little email list and you're like, Hey, I'm doing a series or something like that of teaching, or I wrote a book or download this app that I created or whatever. This is a long-term vision, right? Like this is not going to happen over a weekend. I don't think you want it to happen over a weekend. I think you want to make a real, real difference, which those kinds of things don't happen in a weekend. Right. 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 And then maybe like, as you're creating cash flow, then you have the journal or the full blown app or something, Mm -hmm. but something needs to happen that you're making like money. Yeah. Cause I don't want, like, I, I mean, I know people do venture capital and they take out loans and stuff. Um, I don't know if that's something that you wanted to do. You can for sure, but I like the idea of bootstrapping stuff a lot. Yeah, I do too. Especially since I like financially, I think it was always a stress, like, oh, I need to make this happen now because we have no money. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I have money. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that piece. Right. So I can feel less panicky about, oh my gosh, I've got to make this happen like yesterday. And I can, I think the thing that that's the hard part for me is I, these ideas came to me and honestly, I'm not totally sure why, because I'm like, I'm not really, I'm not like that Mary Poppins mom who's like skipping around and singing, you know what I mean? Like, so, but, but you don't see it. That's exactly the kind, like, I'm not a Mary Poppins mom either. And so when people are Mary Poppins selling stuff, it doesn't resonate with me. Mm. Who are your people? Well, I actually, so I had this really random dream a couple of weeks ago about working moms. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's super interesting, right? Because I've worked full-time since my, I mean, my kids were babies. Like yeah. they went to daycare at 12 weeks when I went back to work. And so I think being a work, being a full-time working mom, not to disparage working moms who don't work outside the home, like whatever, it's all work. Yeah. But I think working outside the home 
brings its own it like does. challenges and conflict. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe that's maybe that's a good group to go after is like you can maximize the time that you do have with these easy tools and it will make such a difference and you can let go of the guilt. Yeah. Brooke, are you a coach? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> do you want to be a coach? I, mean, I certified with Brooke I, Snow. Her, I know. <laughs> her, thing, her program. Yeah. I have like major... Um, barriers in my mind about me being a coach. What if you didn't call it a coach? Coaching, like, well, not coaching, working moms on how to create connection. What if you taught working moms how to create connection? When you met someone at a barbecue or something, like, Brooke, what do you do? Like, well, that's interesting that you asked. Like, I and this, you know, you can tell about your full-time job, that's fine. But what I'm really interested in is this, this project that I'm working on, which is helping working moms be really connected with their families. How do you do that? Well, I run a group and we meet twice a month and I teach them skills and I give them tools. And they're like, oh, like a life coach? We're like, kinda, kinda. You don't have to be a coach. Well, I just, I'm like, that makes me feel like I need to be an expert and I don't feel like an expert in anything. Anyway. <laughs> Do uh, this is, this is interesting. Do you have to feel like an expert to help people create change in their families? Is that a requirement? I think the answer is no, because well, I in see your mind, in my mind, yes, deeper. like I should have like certifications and degrees and that like, is so fascinating. Have I ever been certified anywhere? So that's that I have this battle with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, look at all these people. Like some of them are not that awesome. Uh, clearly, I think you are awesome. And um, a lot of other people. And I'm just like, they don't seem to have the hangups that I do about I need to be this certain. Guess who whatever. I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about you and how I can help you. I really think when you let, like, I could probably get you to cry on this call. (laughs) I'm not going to, if we talk about what women feel and what they struggle with and how disconnected they are from family because they're working outside and they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to connect. They don't know their daughter or their son. And you tapped into that woman. I'm emotional. Like I'm feeling it. I'm like, there are women that need tools and a community and a leader. They don't necessarily need a coach. Coach is a, is a skill set. I, I call myself a coach for people who get it, but for people who don't know what I do, I don't say I'm a coach. I tell them what I do and who I help. And so I don't think I'm Brooke and I am a coach. Like I don't, <laughs> that's, to me, that's not what this is about. It's about the service and the people you don't even need that many people to do this work. I don't think connected family has to be this like, I'm huge. That's not how movements start. They, they start with like a small group of people that you love and are like entrepreneur means you're taking on, I'm trying to solve this problem for someone else. That's what an entrepreneur does. Yeah. And, and I think the one thing I have going for me maybe is 
I don't have a lot of baggage around being a working mom. Like it's, it's just, it is what it is. And so I think I, like, I've talked to other women who do have a lot of baggage and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I don't like, you can let that go. (laughs) That's not necessary. Right. Um, You have a clean headspace. Not everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. What if it doesn't have to be huge? And it doesn't have to be huge. Maybe it will be one day, but it doesn't have to be that way in the beginning. And I can build it the way I want and not have to be a slave to Instagram. Yeah, you could. I mean, I could see you just doing like a series and it's like on your terms of teaching or when you want to release content. I actually really love this. What did you, like, I I think you had some like ideas of what it needed to be or what it had to be in the beginning. I mean, I think I'm kind of an all or nothing girl, right? Like I hadn't done a triathlon and I signed up to do Ironman. Like if you're going to do it, you've got to do it. And so I'm like, if this isn't a million dollar business, then I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) I I caught in that too. Yeah. Is what's interesting is to make a million dollars. Do you know how much you have to make first? One. One dollar. Yeah. It kind of sucks, <laughs> but this is why we get committed to like a vision of service. And it's not about, I mean, a million dollars is super fun and I want you to make a million dollars. And I think you can with connected family if you wanted to, but let's make your first dollar first. Mm-hmm. Let's help the first woman. I, I think you have a lot of con- concepts, but when someone tells you they're on a zoom call or an email or something, and they're like, Brooke, you changed a lot for me. Like I had a conversation with my 11 year old daughter that I haven't been able to have in three years because of something that you shared. Those are the kinds of things that are going to keep you going, but you're not, you're not there yet. You're, you're not in the trenches with these women yet. Right. Because for me, like it's, oh, it has to be perfect before I feel like I can show up or I have to be perfect before I can show up. And that's very limiting. Right. And yeah. I realized who are you that. comparing yourself to? Like who's I mean, every person? awesome person in the world I'll put together. There's no way I could ever live up to it. Yeah. You know everyone's making it up, right? One like, and that's the thing, Amber. Like, I do know that. And I still am like, well, they're making it up better than me. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, no one's being helped by you. Right. Cause I just sit here and I and I feel like I do have work. Like, I feel like I do have work to do in the world. Yeah. And I envy Ashley and her like beautiful dreams and all the good things she's doing. And I don't know. Then I just sit here and say, I could never be as awesome as you guys. So I'll just do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And what's interesting about that is like, both of us like, yeah, but like you have this amazing vision. I don't have that vision. I have a different vision. And that's why we, we're all needed. I, my, one of my favorite mentors, his name's Robin Sharma. He's like, there are no accident until accidental people on God's universe in God's world. <laughs> like, and I love that because the vision that I have, I'm supposed to have it. That's why I have it. <laughs> and the vision that you have, you're supposed to have it because you do. And it's like that parable of the talents. What are you going to do with it? Right. 
I think about the big, big magic. Have you read that yet? I think I recommended it to you. I love it. I have yeah. it. I've listened to it. I've read it. And yeah. there's this tap on your shoulder. And eventually that tap goes away. I keep worrying that it's going to go to someone else. So, <laughs> so this is, this is, I think if I had to summarize what co- my coaching is in a nutshell is like really big vision, tiny, tiny steps. I want you to take tiny, tiny steps. What if you just did something free for your friends? Or you invited me. It could be a person. It could be virtual. Mm-hmm. Like people that you already know that you're already like in contact with. You're like, hey, I'm teaching this class on something that I've been doing that has made me way closer to my kids. And I'm calling it Connected Family. And you start dropping that name, right? Grassroots. This is something that I think I get into this too. I'm like, I want like the corporate million dollar look and feel, but I'm not that person. I need to go grassroots. There's a great book called shoe dog. And it's about Phil Knight, the guy who created Nike. And he like, he was scrappy. He didn't start with like these huge warehouses. He was ordering them from like Japan and flying out there. Like, please give me shoes <laughs> and like going to track meets and be like, Hey, like buy these shoes, right? Like he was like grassroots. Are you willing to go grassroots? Yeah. Yeah. I think I just need to identify, right. I need to think smaller and be like, okay, like what I have big picture, but what's like, what are the small steps that just create a foundation? What can I just do? You can teach, you can, I mean, there's so many things. What do you want to do? What sounds easy to do? I mean, I do love, I love to teach. I, well, I love to teach at church. But I love, you know, I think I, this, it would be fun to teach um, and to create some free, like some free printables or things that people could use and just get started. Yeah. It could right? be people like, in your ward. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this like webinar of 10,000 attendees and you know what I mean? It's okay if it's small. I I I think of that quote by Brendan Burchard. He's like, "You're not in, you're embarrassed to be seen starting small." That's that's what it is. Yeah. But for someone who gets impacted by your work, it's not small to them. And small is how things are built. Yeah, I think there's like a like a scripture like by small and simple, simple things are great things <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but like isn't that true yeah yeah I think I believe that in my heart and my mind is like no nah, but it should be bigger like it should look a certain way or whatever I put too many that's just perfectionism and perfectionism is perfectionism is fear yeah and I'm going to say something a little spicy that I found for myself. Fear is when I'm being selfish. Yeah. When I'm afraid, it's because I'm thinking of what might happen to me. Well, if I, if I do this, I might get criticized. If I do this, people might think I'm not enough or might compare me to a work in wonder or whatever. Right. Right. Instead of this is about them. There's a lot of working moms that don't have the grace that you have about what they do. And they're conflicted. Yes. And they don't need to be. 
No, and you can ease that burden. I mean, you could really help them. Yeah. Well, I think the whole working moms thing, that's super cool how that got woven in here because that was something I, like I said, I had this random dream about. I'm not really a dreamer. Usually they make no sense, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. And just with all the things that have been going on, I'm like, all right, I'll figure that out like another time. But I think I won't feel good until I'm taking some steps on this. Like it will will be like this thorn in my side. And you know, I'm a manifesting generator. So I feel comfortable. Like I need to do my full-time job really well, but I also want to keep feeling like I'm moving some of the other things that are important. You have enough energy to do it. I think you'll actually, it'll create more energy for you to actually take action on it. You'll feel better. You will absolutely feel better when you do it. Cause right now it's just like this thing that I'm not doing that I want to do. I think about like (laughs) the other week, I like had this like old food in the fridge and like, I thought about it all the time, but I didn't do anything. About it. <laughs> and finally I was like, I'm going to do this. I put on like the new Taylor Swift album and I just like did it. And I did the dishes and I cleaned my fridge and I dumped all the food. And I was like, yeah. And this is something way more interesting than the fridge. <laughs> way better. Um, but I also think you're not giving people a chance to rally behind you. Like, same thing, like what I told Ashley, I'm like, if you told me that you were doing something like this and you're like, invite people that, you know, I have like five people that I'm like, I know five moms that would really benefit from this, yeah. but because you're not in, True, in motion, I can't rally behind you. You have yeah. to be the leader, but I'm willing to be there. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same, but you're not giving us a chance to support you. You don't even know how many people will come out of the woodwork to support you yet. Yeah. And I, this feels like, you know, uh, what's your term, the big opportunities, a level 10, level 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say million dollar opportunity, level it 10 is. opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I think I've been hiding behind other things that are not level 10 opportunities for me because mm-hmm. this is more exposed and this is more like really me. Mm-hmm. And there is fear, but I know it's a cliche, but I think it's true. Like you get to choose your heart. For me, when I, when I had the big vision and I couldn't deny it about what I knew I could do, I could choose that hard or I could choose the heart of knowing I never, never hit my potential, never did anything, never acted on the ideas that God gave me, never went for it. And to, when I look at it that way, it's so obvious what I'm going to choose. And I think you've been delaying this choice of I'm going to either hide and pretend that I'm not getting all these ideas <laughs> or, or I can't, or I have these ideas, but I just don't have what I need. To it's make not me, I'm, not an expert. I'm not a right. real coach. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I love about our industry and just like in general, the people who are big are the people who are, who did go grassroots and just had, had it. They didn't like have the fancy things. They, it became that way over time, but that's not how it started. Mm-hmm. They used what they had. Yeah. So what do you have right now? I have ideas. I have belief. Mm-hmm. Do you have time? I mean, I think I have enough time. Enough time. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you'll choose to do, but do you have an, a couple hours a week? Oh, yeah. 
I feel like you could build this thing on five to 10 hours a week right now. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have time for things that are important to me. So I just need, I need to have like, all of the stuff is so overwhelming. It needs to be like, here's, I, I'm just doing this. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm developing like a short webinar or I'm developing a free printable and I'm just going to start. I don't have to launch a journal that I don't have and I don't have money to print right now. Right. Yeah. And like, to me, that seems like the hardest first move. <laughs> Let's start with something really easy, yeah. which is like the gift of your presence. That's something that I, I think is really a powerful thing that people do pay for. Like you're paying for my presence right now that like, yeah. I'm not giving you anything tangible. I mean, hopefully you take it and create something tangible, but it's not like, I'm like, okay, like here's the journal. Here's the thing. You can do that for other people. Yeah. So let's make a commit. Like, let's decide what that is. I don't want to like, let you leave this call without something that you will be putting into the works. I know this is what feels scary. That's why we're going to do it right now. What is it? I think I, I need to develop, I need to outline what a webinar would look like. Like what, what I talk about. I'm going to teach you my biggest hack. Do it backwards. Pick a date that you're going to have a webinar and let's invite people to it. Okay. You could, the outline will come. I, I always tell people what I'm going to do before I even know what I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> Cause then that pressure, it like allows my best ideas to come. And I always, it always comes. I don't, okay. I don't have a lot of doubt about that. Like, let's say, let's pick a date like right now, like look at your calendar. What date are you going to do it? Oh, I don't know. What works for you? Um, like how but far, how, how far away should it be? Two weeks before Thanksgiving. Okay. Like the 17th. I like it. Ashley, do you see what she's doing to me? <laughs> this is how I get tons of stuff done. Like I remember, so the first really big program I launched was called the pro coach program. And I told everyone I was going to do it. I had nothing. I told my coach, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to teach. And she's like, that's okay. Now you have a date. And I, it, I saw miracles like because of my commitment. And sometimes I use this as a hack. Like I'm more committed to other people. That's just, I, I don't love it, but it's true. And so if I like make a commitment to people that I love, people that I'm invested in, like my clients, I will move heaven and earth to get what I need to them. Mm -hmm. I won't always do that for myself. So I do that. I, I do this. I say something's coming and then I have to deliver. <laughs> right. So I think that that might be powerful for you. What are you going to deliver to these people? When are you doing it? It's November 17th. Is that night? Yeah. What are you teaching? Just a broad. Oh. Simple ways to connect with your kids as a working mom. I love it. Is it going to be virtual or in person? I think virtual. Okay. Who are we inviting? I'm going to make you list them out. Like I would say 10 to 20 people that you know of for real. You can invite me and Ashley. 
You can invite people you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of coworkers that I had at my Perfect. old company. So I've got Perfect. people there. Um, I'm even thinking like maybe I post on LinkedIn. Yes. I didn't know you were on LinkedIn. That's perfect. That's a great place for your ideal clients. For this type of message. It's Um, free. It's free. There's no reason they shouldn't come. Yeah. Okay. Register, get the replay, and then I'll have like a free printable or something that they can Mm -hmm. use. Perfect. Okay. This feels very uncomfortable. Yeah. Commitment does. (laughs) Commitment does feel uncomfortable. One of the things that I really love, I love words and the the word decision means to cut off, right? I think it's like decadere if I remember right. And it's like this Latin word that means to cut off. So when we decide something, we're cutting off the other option. And right now you're cutting off you hiding and it feels really uncomfortable. Well, and it's cutting off all the other things that my brain's like, oh, but what about this? Or what about that? And all this other stuff. Do you have a file for that? Yeah. I mean, I write things down. That's what I do. But you know what I label it? Not now, Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, if you guys were to see this file, you'd be like, what is happening in her brain? Because I have so many things that I want to do. And so I remind myself, like, it's not now it will be one day, but not now, especially like I don't work 40 hours a week. I work like 15 hours a week. And so I need time that will take time. Make a look like a not now Brooke, and then write it down and then let it go. Clear the calculator and then get back to this one. What is now? Yeah, Yeah. this is now. Yes. And the more present you can be like I, this is like a money hack. The more present you can be to how you can help people now, the more money you will make. We don't make money in the future. We make money now. Mm-hmm. So the money will come. The million dollar business will come. The more that you get present to who you can help right now. Ashley, did you have any insights from Brooks coaching? Um. She's glad her life is more organized than that. No, 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 no. I, I, I love what you just said though, about like, when we focus on how we can help people right now, then the money just comes naturally. And I really feel like that's what I've tried to do. Yeah. And like, Brooke, like, I think that it's, it's always good to remember, like, you know, you know, a little bit more than somebody, you know, out there, you know, and a lot more than somebody like you have something to share that somebody doesn't know. Like it just kind of like the things that are just super basic to me about the menstrual cycle that I share with people. And they're like, what? And I'm like, how could you not know that? Same is true for your business. The way that you're going to teach cycle strategy for business owners, it's the same. Yeah. So I was like kind of thinking about, and I'm, I think we're probably out of time, Amber, but like when I'm thinking about cycle strat or the, the cyclical business for entrepreneurs, like mm-hmm. what does, <clears throat> and I know you're going to be like, well, you can decide like however you want it to be, but I'm like thinking like, maybe you can like give me some thoughts about what it would look like, like 
Do I come, do I share something with them every month? Honestly, do we have like a, a group call where they learn the lesson or do I just email it to them or do I put it into cycle school that they access through there? Like, how would that look? Do they need a lot of teaching? Well, I think that it's, you know, how, like how, the things to do at certain times, like kind of what I taught at Katie's retreat, you know, yes. and like dealing with the inner critic and stuff like that. Yeah, that was Huge. Really good. The intelligence from the inner critic is very good. Um, I think I, I don't know if you're going to have the answers right away. When I think of new things, like right now, I'm actually turning my one-on-ones into like a hybrid, and so that that's on my mind because I see a lot of value in like hearing people's thoughts. And a lot of my one-on-ones don't come to any of my groups, and I'm like, you would benefit from hearing someone else get coached on this. And so I'm turning, I do two calls a month with my private clients, and then I'm going to add one group call and it's still going to be coach for me. It's still going to be coaching because I, I don't need to teach a ton, but if you want to teach high level concepts, you might consider how to do that. Maybe it's a monthly drop where they're applying this one meta topic, you know, on like how, to, you know, a launch strategy around your cycle or you know, when you have to attend something it, and you really just want to be on the couch, what do you do? You know, and it's really impactful, really tangible. And then you do the group calls or the, the private calls or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've found is when people are busy, less is more. Yeah. So like I, when I took away calls, I, my clients got better results. Isn't that funny? Like I don't meet with my clients every single week because they need mm-hmm. less. And that was really impactful for them. So you might think through like the, 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 this woman that will probably be your model. What does she need to succeed and make a huge list and then like, see like, where can you clump it? Where is that really something that she needs? You know, cause I think, you know, her really well, not necessarily like her, but like this, yeah. this avatar. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm excited. Same for same goes for you. Make a commitment. When are you gonna? <laughs> yeah, and like that's the thing. Actually, I was just gonna say that, like, because I'm like Brooke, like I'm feeling like the exact same things that you are. Like maybe it's like on a different, like the things that you and I are doing are on a different level, but I'm still mm-hmm. feeling all the yeah fear and the uncertainty and the doubt. Yeah, I still feel it, you know. So, um, <laughs> I'm not ready to commit. <laughs> Actually, I'm not getting off the phone till you do. (laughs) We're not going anywhere. I think that I am ready to start inviting people like after the holidays. Yeah. Um, I want to be starting a new group of ease and flow in January. Um, and so, and that's four months long, but it's not like I mean, I think I can do both of them. Oh yeah. Like, ease and flow doesn't take up a ton of my time at all. Um, and so, yeah, I think after the holidays for me, like the beginning of the year is when I'm going to start. I love it. Inviting. And, and one woman that I think would be great for cyclical business has already scheduled her private session with me. She and she is somebody like that in her, her session isn't scheduled to like November 22nd. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the invitation out to her at that time and tell her like, we'll start next year, like the beginning of the year or something. So I like it. 
That's, that's a, that feels like a commitment to me. Okay, good. That's what I'm going to do. I like it. Brooke, last thoughts? <laughs> no, I have work to do. I got to yeah, go. Yeah, you do. Hey, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to ask you about it next Monday. So if you come to the call, you don't have to come to the call. I mean, I will if I can. I always do when I can. Um, but Thank I will you. keep you posted. Okay, next month we're talking about copywriting content and cash. It's going to be really fun. Great. Nice. No, I okay. love it all. All right. Okay. Thank you. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you create. You're the best. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, I wanted to take a quick second and thank you for listening to this podcast and for being a part of my community. I appreciate you doing the work with me. Um, and I know that the work we do is is unique, right? Blending the business work with the inner work is a special place. And so I want to invite you to share the matrix with a friend that's a coach or a solopreneur who would benefit from this type of work, that the, the work that you and I do in the matrix. My business grows through word of mouth, so I'd really appreciate if you spread the good word um, to someone that came to your mind through this episode. And I appreciate you and I'll see you soon.